Welcome to Uncivilized Unplugged. Let's start as we do. So eyes closed, take a deep breath. Blow it all the way out. Just take a minute to drop deeply into your body and feel. Feel what you love. Feel what you wish was different. Find something to celebrate. Like maybe give your heart a little love because it's never asked for help. Maybe thank your lungs, <clears throat> thank your bladder, thank your large intestine. Thank your hands, your eyes, your ears, all the things. If perhaps for the first time today, feel into you. What is this relationship you have with yourself? Do you have a relationship with yourself? Is it a loving relationship? Is it an abusive relationship? Does it flip-flop? Take one moment, if you would, put your hand on your stomach and your other hand on your heart. <clears throat> and feel into these two centers, the primal in your gut and the divine in your heart. Feel the sensation of love pouring out of your top hand and the sensation of power pouring out of the bottom hand. Feel how these two places and these two energies feed each other as opposed to work against each other. Love without strength, you have a victim. Strength without love, you have a tyrant. Together, you have wholeness, you have power, you have congruity. You have collaboration, you have partnership. Relate to both of these centers in your body. Relate to both of these energies, your ability to love, your ability to build, your ability to birth, your ability to empathize, your ability to listen, to care. Feel what it's like to be you. And put your hands down. Let's take a couple more breaths together. Begin to come back into your body if you left. Begin to come back into the room if you left. You can wiggle your fingers and toes. <clears throat> slowly begin to blink your eyes open. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing.
Joe, can you still hear me? We all good? Yeah, yeah. So this was about early January, I think. Uh, I got invited to this event at Lululemon. And Lululemon had poised this as, hey, we're going to get a dozen men from the Boulder area and put, put you guys all in the same room. And we want you to get to know each other. You're thinkers outside the box. You're leading innovative companies. You have really interesting ideas. And we don't sell enough men's shit. So <laughs> let's, get, <laughs> let's get you guys all in the same room. And so they brought us to like a brewery or, or something like that. And one by one, we all had to go around the, the table and introduce ourselves and talk about last year and what we needed for next year. And these were fascinating stories. There was a guy running a, like a multi-location jujitsu studio, a guy running a CBD company, a guy running a fascinating movement, uh, the Movement Collective, and I gave my, my little talk. And so at the end of my talk, I noticed this one dude who was just staring me down, like, like, <laughs> rocking in his seat, ready for the moment. They were like, go ahead, meet each other. And boom, they said, go ahead, meet each other. And uh, it may be tonight's guest came like sprinting over to me. I was like, you and I need to know each other. And I think for like <laughs> the next hour, we just talked about everything. It was one of those like, oh, you're a guy who can talk about more than football and pussy. I'm a guy who can talk about more than football and pussy. We should talk about all the things. And we talked about our backgrounds and emotions and relationships and men's work, et cetera. And Joe, our, our guest tonight, dropped a sentence that shifted a lot of my work here in Colorado. And he said, if you start a men's group, a live men's group, I'll join it. And you were the third person in a week who had said that. Hmm. So thus, it existed. Hmm. And I brought Joe in tonight to talk to you guys because he's got a fascinating story. And it's not what you think. And that's the beauty of why we do what we do. Because on paper and looking at him, you think, cool, easy path, right? But he's going to share with you some of his real journey, some of the, the bumps along the road. And it's, we have an interesting topic. We're going to be talking about CBD. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, uh, entrepreneurship. But we're also going to be talking about some real, real issues. So again, welcome to Uncivilized Unplugged. For those of you who do not know me, if you're listening at home, my name is Trevor Bohm. I'm the founder of the Uncivilized Men's Movement, Man Uncivilized the Course, and the Uncivilized Nation, which is a group of phenomenally powerful men. My mission is to change the way one million revolutionary men express their masculinity by combining the primal and the divine, which is what you heard about earlier. This is taking what I still think is beautiful about traditional masculinity and infusing it with a massive dose of consciousness which seems to be missing. This is teaching men how to fight, fuck, feed, and feel. For more information on moi, please go to www.manuncivilized.com or you can find me on Instagram at TraverBohm, T-R-A-V-E-R-B-O-E-H-M. And as was introduced last week, we now have a very expensive sponsor. So let me plug the sponsor. Yeah, you do. Like, <laughs> you ready for this? <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Cured Nutrition, a holistic supplement based, a supplement company, I already fucked it up, supplement company based in Boulder, Colorado. If you're keen on organic hemp-derived CBD products, I'm sure you're already familiar. Their full-spectrum nibbles, tinctures, and treats, way to use nibbles, Joe, that's awesome, <laughs> work with your body's natural 
endocannabinoid system to produce clear benefits without the worry of a psychoactive component. In other words, you feel good, you don't get high. This is really important. CBD is the most commonly incorporated into wellness regimens to improve sleep. I can vouch for that one. Decrease inflammation. If any of you work out, I can vouch for that one. Uh, you guys sent me, I'm just going to stop this. You guys sent me that like the roll on thing, you know, it was like the oh, yeah. after workout and I was like, Oh, wow. yeah, they sent me deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> what are you actually saying, Joe? <laughs> Maybe I'm not the best rep. For the anyway, <laughs> this is why I, this is happening. This, <laughs> I actually do start my day with your rise product. Fucking love it. It's actually cut my coffee use down in half. And then I end my day with, uh, with Zen because if you take a look at all the shit I have going on, sleep isn't my BFF. Um, if you're worried about jumping through hoops to get your hands on cured stuff, don't. They ship their products all over the country and you can find them at curednutrition.com forward slash uncivilized. And you're going to get a massive discount if you use the code uncivilized. As always, I'll include a link to, the, uh, to their site in the show notes. And if you have any questions, hmm, maybe you can ask them in person tonight or speak to our lovely guest. Also, do me a favor, guys. Wherever you're listening to this, if you're not here live, please rate and subscribe. I saw a number of you did that, and it's super duper helpful just to get the word out. Um, we've got some fantastic guests, including our one tonight, and I, I really want some help spreading it. So what's the frame for the hour? This is important. I want you guys listening and watching to feel like you're here in our living room and Joe and I are just having a conversation. We've had hundreds of hours of conversations and we think they're all fascinating and we really want to let you in on them because I, am, I know there's going to be so much value from, from this man's story. Everybody, please put your hands together for Joseph Sheehy. I'm Thanks watching. For having me here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah. If, this is my trick question. I know it, it's a stumpy one, but in, give us like a two second. Who are you and what are you building? Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's a good question. And it's funny that, it's funny the way I answered it in our first podcast or our first uh, men's group. But I'm Joe Sheehy. I'm formerly an aerospace engineer and mm. I'm building a wellness empire rooted in cannabinoid science. Oh, I love it. It's so, it's so much clearer. What's, what's one thing that people don't know about you? Uh, usually I say people don't know that I've actually touched something that is laying on the surface of Mars, orbiting Jupiter and the moon. Get the fuck out of here. How have you done that? That was my first job. Lockheed Martin. Wow. What did yeah. they just bring something in? They like, you can't just well, stop that. I, we got to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well, when you start, when you start as an intern, you're not smart enough to be an engineer. So you get to build Legos and that's where I wanted to stay the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> I realized Then I got the degree, <laughs> I got the job and then they didn't let me build Legos anymore. <laughs> the first couple projects that I worked on, I got to work with all the technicians and be told what to do by the engineers. Then I later became the engineer that sat in the cubicle that hated his life. Mm. We're going to get into CBD quickly just because I know people have questions, but actually before that, talk to me about the day that you made the decision 
because you were like civilized as fuck, right? You're an engineer. You're working for a really res- re- uh, reputable company. You're making good money. You're checking all the boxes. What was the day that you said, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to do something. And what was it like to, to walk out and do something knowing that you were doing something that wasn't even legal? Yeah. Can you yeah. walk us through a bit of that? It's funny because I actually did feel for six months to a year like I was a criminal. So the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I was like, okay, like I have this mission and I'm trying to promote something that's actually really benefiting me. It's benefiting my loved ones. It's benefiting people across the world. Mm. But the regulations around the industry, I'm getting shut down by banks left and right. I got to do offshore credit card processing. I just left a job where I get a check every other week. I got the health insurance, I got the vacation, I got the benefits, and I was probably in the most secure, comfortable place I've ever been in to then being in the most uncomfortable place I had ever been in. And the day I quit my job, I was, I was actually living in San Diego at the time. I mm. moved there, was in a serious relationship. The relationship ended mm. two months after I got to San Diego and the prior, the months prior to moving to California, mm-hmm. probably five, six months, were the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey. I used to compete in health and fitness for a long time. I wanted to be a coach. I kept trying to start a coaching business, mm-hmm. and I started working part-time at Lockheed <clears throat> Martin and made it nowhere. I wasn't all in. So it was just kind of this mm-hmm. like fumbling thing on the side. Got to California took a full-time job there, went back into the same bullshit that I was in before, started hating my life again, relationship Mm -hmm. ended, didn't know anybody in San Diego, was paying an absorbent amount for rent. I had $5,000 in monthly recurring bills. I had bought a new car before I went to California because I had to fit in, right? Yeah. (laughs) Good move. Just part of my story, always trying to, to build this facade type thing and Mm. people were thinking that I was so happy people thought I was happy I was in the right place in the engineering career and I was comfortable and I had the I had the house I had the car I had all this and I was depressed six seven months into being in California I was being belittled by my boss I wasn't being invited to meetings I had come from a massive aerospace company to a smaller aerospace company so I thought that I could play an integral role in this team uh, that was trying to just really start their aerospace program. And one thing after another occurred and I started to feel really out of place. And on the side, on the side, I was starting to design what is now cured, but actually started as a podcast of my own called Higher Health. And we started talking about things that are actually healthy coming from the health and fitness social media world where we hashtag health and we really just have built a facade. I wanted to change that. So I had this mission. I was being belittled by my boss. I had ended a a very serious relationship. I was extremely lonely. Mm. I was getting depressed again. So this Mm -hmm. was, you know, five years after a really dark time in my life, the very Mm -hmm. first depression coming out of college, feeling that again. And ended up going to seeing a therapist in San Diego and sitting down and saying, you know, this is what's going on at work. I'm talking to the HR department. I'm not getting any response. They're sticking up for their, their leads, the people that I report to. I felt extremely trapped. 
Uh, I also felt extremely trapped financially. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I can't walk away. That's, you know, the, the first time I tried to start a business, I was like, okay, I'm going to have this, this side gig yeah. and still make the paycheck. I wasn't going to be all in and not saying that you can't be successful in that way, but it just wasn't not, you can't successfully start a business that way. It just wasn't working for me. Right. And sitting there with the therapist telling about him about my past, my suicidal attempts, my depression, mm-hmm. my anxiety, how I feel it starting to rear its head again. He turns to me and I, I had told him a little bit about what I was envisioning building with Cured. Yeah. At the time, our very first product that we came out with was CBD infused cooking spices. So I had a plastic jar with about 60 cents of powder in it and, I, and an idea. Yeah. And he goes, you know what? Like this is my, this is only my first time talking to you, but I need to, I just need to give you something and you're no longer going to be my client, but you need this. He was firing you? No. So this was my therapist. Oh, okay. 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 So he goes, he goes, you're no longer going to come to me when I give this to you. Oh, wow. But you need this. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. He turns to his desk, flips over a business card, writes something on the back of it, hands it to me. And I look at it and it says permission. And he says, I like this. I'm giving this to you, but you need to give that to yourself. And that was the day. 9 p.m. I drove to the office. I put my letter in and I never came back. Wow. And, and I had realized that that's something that I had, I had never even thought of that word. That card is still sitting on my desk at work. Wow. Cheap little business card. Yeah. He gave, he gave me a card that allowed <clears throat> myself to give myself something very simple, but something that I had never given myself before. And that was permission. And everything changed the day after that. What was the shift, right? Was it like, can you walk us through the internal aspect of it? Was it like a belief that just hit or or how did that card change you to where you can now do what you do? So for people listening, how would you recommend they give start to give themselves permission? I think, you know, as, I am, I have always been in achiever and I have very, very infrequently been able to actually sit there and say, oh, like I recognize what I've done. I'm proud of myself. Mm. But there's always been this little piece of like deep down knowing what I'm capable of. Right. And knowing that if I put my all into something, which I had done to get to where I did in my aerospace career, which yeah. I did bodybuilding, which I didn't really talk about, but had done the same thing there. Right. So I knew, I knew what I was capable of and I, and I believed in myself, mm-hmm. but I didn't give myself permission because I was molding myself to society and to people that told me parents, friends, family, Oh, you have that aerospace job. You're the, you're so lucky. Your life is so mm. blessed. And then I had this, this dilemma in my head of like, okay, is, are they right? Should I feel differently or should I trust myself? So that, that piece was always there, but I was never giving myself permission to fully listen to myself mm. and myself and permission to fuck up. Like I was just like, I had always lived uh, in 
extremely, extremely risk adverse, came from a very risk adverse family. Aerospace engineering is the most risk adverse industry you could ever be in. The motto was 100% mission success. If you don't get it right, it's not going to space. You don't get a second chance. So I didn't really know what it was to take risks. But I believed in myself. I knew that I had, I, I could look over my past, my entire life, and I could see what I was capable of. Yeah. But I didn't live in that every single day. I didn't live in that confidence. And I still don't live in that confidence every mm. single day. But I could, I could see it. Mm-hmm. And I finally gave myself the permission. And the next day I woke up and I realized, okay, great. I don't have anything besides this jar. I have a bunch of, bunch of bills that I need to pay for. All I can do is do what I know what to do. And that's to work really hard. Yeah. And that's what I did. And, and I, it's that permission. I look at that permission card every single day I go to work. Wow. And I have to remind myself of it every single day, but I think it's, it just comes to trusting in yourself, being yeah. able to look at your, the course of your entire life. We're going to have a lot of losses. We're going to make a lot of mistakes. Right. We're going to make a lot of wrong turns. We're going to do people wrong. People are going to do us wrong. Is that our entire story? Yeah. Are there good parts of us? Do we have friendships? Have we been able to put a goal in sight and accomplish it, however big or small it may be? Mm. Is that true? Are you capable of that? And I wasn't able to look at that for a really long time. Mm. But I finally just sat there and I said, he just, he just wrote on a piece of paper something that I've needed to give to myself for my entire life. Wow. I haven't done it. And I just was like really raw and honest with myself. I was like, I'm, it's, it's, oh, there's this excuse. I can't do this for, because of this person or that person. But I wasn't looking inward. Yeah. I wasn't actually looking at myself and giving myself the permission. Wow. I, I hope people take, take a lot away from that. One, the permission to fuck up, right? <clears throat> I, just, I hear from people every day of like, when is that perfect moment to do this thing? When, is, like, when will the stars align? And, and what they're really asking is, when do I do it? And can you promise me it won't fail? Mm-hmm. Like, nope. Mm-hmm. By the way, you're going to fail a hundred times. Oh yeah. How you yeah. react to that failure is all that matters. Here's the given. It's like, Oh, you want to start something here? Let me just hand this to you. It's called failure. <laughs> there you go. Put it on. Yep. Here we go. We got it. Amazing. 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 For people who have questions about CBD, can we just can sure. you give us like a five minute? Here's what it is. Here's what it isn't. Here's the top two misconceptions and yeah. here's the top two ways to use it. Uh, it's coming around, like it's it's exploded. Mm-hmm. It's I think I was at CVS the other day, and they had like mm-hmm. uh, a CBD cream. Yep, like, yep. Like, they have at, top at the counter now. at the at yeah. the counter, like not even in like the CBD section. They're like, no. oh, you're going out, you can get a Hershey's Kiss and some CBD. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so CBD is a cannabinoid, one of over eighty cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. You can find cannabinoids in the hemp plant. You can find them in the marijuana plant. Both of those plants are cannabis. Hemp has less than 0.3% THC and high, high amounts of CBD based on the way it's been bred over the last seven, eight years. Mm. It's a really, really good anti-inflammatory and it also has amazing calming effects. That's why I started using it. I started using it and I started, I stopped taking anti-anxiety medication. Mm. I started being able to calm down at night. I started being able to fall asleep. I was waking up completely refreshed. That was two years ago when I, two and a half years ago when I had first moved to San Diego 
And I said, there's something here. I'd always believed in the cannabis plant. I had had issues with smoking too much. I know, I know you've had the same, mm -hmm. I, not being productive, <clears throat> not, you know, just not feeling emotions, trying to numb myself. Right. I'd also had a lot of issues with other drugs and alcohol and I just believed in the plant. I had seen a lot of people benefiting from it, whatever it may be. If it, if it was just a pain reliever, uh, mm. we saw what was happening in Colorado. I wanted to be a part of the movement. Mm. And I, I knew a great way to do that was from the non-psychoactive component of the plant that right. could help the masses rather right. than just the people that want to use THC that want to get high, which there's nothing wrong with, but some people it's just not for some people. Right. I wanted to be part of something that was actually going to change and help people's life as I saw it was changing mine yeah. and helping my mom's seeing mm. her come off of pain meds, all wow. the medication that I'd never thought she would come off of. I said, there's something here. I believe in it. And I've spent three, four five years now in the fit, in the fitness world, building a community of people that are promoting health and wellness and mm. are highly respected people. How do I come? How do I combine my love for that world? with yeah. something that's really helping me to put the right message behind something that's been stigmatized for so long that needs to change something that's been wrapped up in the same laws as for 70, 80 years, yeah, they've hemp, marijuana. Everything's been in this same rule yeah. box because basically, well, paper mills were coming online 70, 80 years ago mm. and hemp was a threat. Wow. And so hemp was no longer allowed. And now it's been generations upon generations of thinking a certain way that hey, that is just wrong. And yeah. I wanted to be a part of that. So long explanation of why I did it, but that's what CBD is. It's a great, great anti-inflammatory and calming yeah. agent. Uh, you use it for several weeks to get the anti-inflammatory properties. You can use it and get the calming effects in 10 to 15 minutes. It's Amazing. something that's just completely changed my life. And I wanted to to share that with the world. Amazing. What do you give it to your dog for? Yeah. So Dusty. <laughs> has, we called him by name. You can't do that. <laughs> Is he in the office with you? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> he, uh, so several weeks after I first got him, he had his first seizure oh. and, and there was no explanation. You know, epilepsy doesn't usually start in very young pups. Mm -hmm. the, you know, I was going to the neurologist. They're saying it's idiopathic seizures. They're saying you can put them on these meds. I said, do you have nothing for me? Idiopathic means basically we don't know, but he has seizures. Right. And so I knew, I was like, okay, well, I have this company and I know that there's actually a drug out there called Epidiolex, which is CBD, 100 milligrams per milliliter. And it's been approved by GW, it's by GW Pharmaceuticals. It's been approved for a drug. Uh, by the FDA and it's for epilepsy. So I said, you know what, I'm just going to try this. I've been giving it to my dog every single day since, and he has not had any seizures for now it's been about nine months. And so I wow. give it to him every single day. It works extremely amazing. There's a lot of research out there. That was kind of what the big buzz in the industry was around. There's this girl, Charlotte Figgy, her family moved her to Colorado to help with her seizures. Yeah. And that's where the company Charlotte's web came from. That strain uh, of hemp came from, but it was for her seizures. There was that family literally had no solutions. They had to pick up their lives and leave and move to Colorado just right. to get something that was actually going to help her. That's not a medicine and, or not that's a drug. Crazy. And, uh, yeah. So I, I, I was hearing all these stories. I was seeing it change my life 
and I just wanted to get behind it. Good for you, man. It's, we are watching an emergence of truth, right? I think as awful and evil as social media is, one of the beautiful benefits is people have access to just story to like, Hey, I did this thing and I got this result. Holy shit. That's really interesting. Wow. Everything that I read in standard textbooks said that wouldn't happen. Oh wow. Five more people got that result. Huh? None of you are posting this with any kind of agenda other than to share your story. Wow. This isn't a study done by a drug company. Fascinating. Hmm. Maybe so, we should think about it a little more. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Medicine used to be practiced huh. a certain way a long time ago. Yeah. Interesting. Beautiful. Excellent. I love it. Uh, so glad you're doing it because I know you're doing also more than just promoting a product. So mm -hmm. if we can, can we dive into that? For I know, I know you well, and you want to go deep from the beginning. And it seems like one of your biggest passions is connecting with people on a deep level. Yeah. How do you take that into your business? How do you use that in your business? And how do you see that as the what your business is going to morph into. Yeah. Yeah. So starting the company, the mission was to basically lift a stigma off of something that's been stigmatized for a really long time. There is nothing more powerful than people's anecdotal evidence of how it has affected them. Mm -hmm. I'd built a pretty big community of health and fitness influencers through mm -hmm. social media and started sharing my product with them. The word was spreading very quickly. The company was growing very quickly. Then I started to get really frustrated with social media. Social media mm -hmm. is a really beautiful place. We can talk and we can speak our truth, but there's a lot of companies out there that are just pushing a product. And right. That's been the most frustrating part for me from going from two and a half years ago to starting the company. It says CB what? CB who? Like teaching people like right. what it actually was to now you could put CBD on a water bottle. There would be no CBD in it. You're going to sell it and you're going to make money off of it. <laughs> that's really, really frustrating to me Yeah, because that's not why I got into this industry. So it's all over social media. It's all over the internet. And I said, okay, I'm not going to be able to stop that. What I can control is the way that we approach this industry and the way we approach our business model and our marketing. Mm. And I thought really long and hard about it. And I knew that I just needed to create a community around our brand, a community that aligned with us, that was going to spread a message about what it means to be truly happy, healthy, and fulfilled. And mm. everything that we do to elevate that part of our lives. What do we do? We, we meditate, we journal, we do the inner work, we do all of that. Yeah. That's what's most important. That's first. If you're not doing to, if you're not doing that and you're reaching out to us via social media, asking for a quick fix, right. You're coming to the wrong company. Cured is a very, very bold name and that's there for a reason. It's there to help people shift their perspective, to start thinking differently, to start actually analyzing what they're doing. Yes, it was built off the basis of, I wanted to shift a stigma, but now it's, hey, let's have these conversations. Let's actually analyze our whole life. Then I would love for you to use CBD. It's a great anti-inflammatory. It helps calm you down. But if you don't have all that other shit in line, 
Right. This, this cured product is not going to cure you. And this, this product is never going to cure you. <laughs> so it was all about the perspective. It was all about the community. It was all about, okay, we need to spread a message. Now we have events where they're free events in Denver, Colorado. We have people come, we go through a yoga flow. Traver is actually going to be leading a workshop there in August on August 23rd. If anybody's here in Colorado, I welcome you to come. Please. Uh, we can, we can link that in the show notes or something yeah. like that. But what we're doing is we're bringing together community so we can take these phones and put them away <laughs> and come together and we can talk and we can be real and I'm going to give you some free product, but it's not about that. What it's about is all of us coming together, enjoying the time, connecting human to human, looking in each, other eye, in each other's eyes, being wow. real, going through yoga flow, meditating, journaling, whatever it may be, connecting as human beings to our roots, which are all rooted in nature. That's what our company's built on. But that's what we all are, that we all need to come back to our nature, to our roots. And I'm going to give you some free product and you're going to walk away and you're going to tell people about it. That's how I want to approach marketing. That's how I want to build a community. Wow. That's how I want to build a brand that's going to spread a message, that's going to lift a stigma off of something. And going into the future, I want to sell every single product that it's hard to sell. Mm. If, it, if it comes to the legalization of whatever, whatever's next, right. I want to sell it because I know how hard it is and I want to be a person that helps bring a positive message to something that's actually helping people, whether it be PTSD, depression, anxiety, any of those things that is not a drug, that yeah. is a plant that's rooted in nature that we need to think differently about and we need to spread a message on. And if we can all hear that and we can join in on the conversation we can take our lives in control and we can come together as a community, that, rest, that message will spread a lot differently than, hey, use my discount code. I'm getting paid a bunch of money for this. Right. Every single company out there on social media, which is fine. That's great. It's the power of social media. Right. But I don't want to be known as that. And that's not what my message and my legacy is. So amazing. That's, that's what we're doing. That's we're building a community. I love it. I think for, I hope every entrepreneur listening to this is, is hearing what's the subtext of it, which is it's not about your funnel. It's not about your, the fancy marketing. It's not about the design. It's listen to a guy who's built a multi-million dollar company very quickly saying, all I want to do is get a bunch of people in a room to put their fucking phones away. <laughs> I hate that damn thing sometimes. Yo, I think that's you're like a revolutionary marketer. <laughs> what? We talk to each other. Doing it wrong. Did you guys touch each other? We had a hug. Like what kind of fucking weird place is this? Were you guys looking at your phones the whole time? No. Oh my God. Like, uh, like support yeah. for, that for people who hear about this. Yeah. So <laughs> in the first event that we, well, we've had multiple events. The first one turned out really, really well. We had people come bring their bring their kids. There was oh, wow. kids there that were you know we are you could call us a cannabis company, a cannabis wellness company, but like mm-hmm. like look at what's look at who this can help and look at what right. it's actually doing. Like what's what's the truth? Like what's really going on? Right. Which is hard to for the society we live on to actually look at sometimes. Like mm, like what's what's really under there? It's really hard to look at. It's really really hard to look at. I would love to shift and talk a bit about the depressive times you went through, especially as a man. Uh, I know we have a co-ed audience. I know a lot of the people listening to this are women, but 
my mission right now is to help men. And you are a man that I think guys are going to look at and go, doesn't fucking make sense. Look at you. You're, you're a goddamn supermodel. You drive a BMW, you have a house, you have a, a company, you have a hot girlfriend. Wow. There's, it's impossible for, I want to be him. So can you walk us through a little bit about what was it like to realize that you weren't happy and you were, you were struggling in ways that were out of your control. And if you could speak that to other people and especially other men who may be experiencing the same thing. Yeah, it was, it was the combination of a lot of anxiety my entire life and going to, going to college, going into the path that I thought was the correct path, the thought that I, the path that was going to make me the check, the stable, the, the you're going to have this label. And then going into school and finding this friend group and knowing the biggest drug dealer in Boulder, Colorado and being extremely enabled. Mm-hmm. And then also having this other piece of me that loves athletics, that loves working out, that loves health, that loves taking care of myself. Mm. So it wasn't even, I used to, well, I used to always think that it was just like this, this disconnect of two things, but it was really a disconnect of three things. And I was living so out of integrity Mm. that it just became more and more of a very, very dangerous situation. Whereas one slip up and well, you could, you could lose your engineering career. Well, and, and just the Can disconnect. Can you speak just to people who don't quite understand what living out of integrity means? If that's yeah. a, can you, can you give us an example? You don't have to dive yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, <clears throat> I was, I was molding to a friend group that was based in, based on, partying, getting fucked up, doing drugs, having sex, mm-hmm. getting what we did and doing it all over again the next day and taking Xanax to feel better. Mm. I was also interning at one of the biggest defense companies in the world. Mm. I was on the verge of a career that I had worked really, really hard for. Mm-hmm. Now, come to look at it, like I was building a facade back then, but then it was really like I'm working really hard and I don't want any of this, but I'm not fitting in. So I'm just going to do what my friend group is, mm. friend group of friends is doing and not living out of integrity is this is what I want. This is who I am. This is who, this is what fills me up. And then this is what I was actually doing. Mm. And the chasm was becoming so massive mm. that I couldn't even reach and actually <clears throat> grab the person that I really wanted to be. It was becoming it was becoming so far away. Wow. And I was so in my head about that. I was, it wasn't anybody else beating me up. I was beating myself up because I knew I wasn't living in my true authentic self. So that was, that was not living in integrity. Wow. For guys who are going through the same thing, who are listening to this, men especially, what is your advice to them? What helped you? How did you sway this? Because there's so much pull. There's so much societal pull to fit in, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially now that we do live in a social media culture, to have the car, to have the body, to have the girlfriend, to have the money, to have the yada, yada. What would you say, even what shifted you or began to shift you out and what what could help them? If you could drop 
one piece of advice for a guy listening to this? First, you're not alone. Mm. And second, you're not alone and you shouldn't be embarrassed. And I was really embarrassed for a really long time. Wow. And the day that I was laying in the hospital bed after I tried to kill myself the first time and I listed off every single drug that was in my system and I saw my parents be crippled. I knew it wasn't on anybody else besides me. Wow. That I needed to make a change, that I needed to start speaking up, that I needed to say that I needed help and that I needed to not be scared of that. I was so scared to say I needed help. I can figure it out. I'm the aerospace engineer. I'm the guy that gets all the girls. I'm the guy that does this, that does that. Well, is that actually getting me what I want in my life? Mm. And can I actually speak my truth through that? Or was I speaking my truth through that? Not at all. And I was embarrassed for a really long time. I told three friends. I left Boulder, Colorado. I, I grew up very Catholic. Uh, I would not say that I align with any religion right now, but I did attend a Christian church with my mom uh, a couple weeks after I first tried to kill myself. And the lead pastor was telling his story about sitting down at a kitchen table ready to take his life. And I saw thousands of people breaking into tears. And I said, oh, you guys, you still love him? He's still worthy? You're going to show up next week? I think people will still do that for me. And I, I just, I didn't think that that was possible. I didn't think that I could break and still be worthy and mm. still be loved. And then I started speaking through social media and I started sharing my story through social media and the DMS just didn't stop flooding in. And that's when I knew that this is my purpose. This is something that I need to do. And this is something that people need to hear, whether I touch one person hundred people, a thousand people. If I stop somebody from jumping off that bridge that I was going to jump off of, mm. then I can be fulfilled. And just telling that story and bringing myself back to that lights me up so much. And I was actually talking with an employee at work today. He was saying, Hey, I'm going to a therapist for the very first time tonight. Mm. And I said, congratulations, man. I'm proud of you and know that this might not be the right one, but <laughs> this is the first step and you're going to find the right one. And I've been through so many therapists and I started speaking my truth, started feeling freedom. And the first time I dropped in in a men's group with you and I, I said things that I never thought I was going to say to before to men. Right. And, and the other Joe goes, how do you guys feel about him now that he just said that? Right. Do you love him more? Do you trust him more? Right. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people 
myself included, and I forget it all the time. We don't think that we can do that yeah. and still survive. We build survival me- mechanisms. We put on masks. We build a facade. We live out of integrity and we can survive doing that. Mm. But we can also get into very, very dark and wrong paths. And mm-hmm. it's, it's scary and it's, a, it's an everyday battle, man. Mm-hmm. It's an everyday battle still because look at me. Hey, I built a multi-million dollar company in two years. Mm-hmm. I have the BMW. I have the beautiful girlfriend. None of that fills me up if I'm not here sharing my truth with you guys. If I'm not here sitting on the ground in shorts, holding a hatchet, telling Traver like, hey, like I'm super codependent, dude, and I got to figure this out. Like all of this means nothing because I'm not going to have any of that if I continue to live in this, this way I do. So it's, I, I have to thank you. I don't, I don't, I haven't thanked you enough but thank you for what you're you are doing because just getting in this men's group and meeting you in january Mm. reminded me of those six seven years ago yeah and what helped pull me out of that and that i was still loved most definitely and i guarantee you you just saved someone's life i guarantee you so thank you for sharing that and this is you. This is you fully open. This is you fully expressed. And it's fucking beautiful to see and beautiful to be a part of. So thank you. On behalf of everybody listening, everybody who loves them. And for the one guy who's waking up and going, I'm so embarrassed. I don't want to ask for help. I'm all alone. Now you know. I've been there. You've been there. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. And if you call one of us or message one of us and say, hey, I'm going to a therapist for the first time, we're going to high fucking five you. Yeah. Everybody should go, go get ice cream. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to segue into one of my favorite questions. If someone listening could help you, because you just saved a bunch of people's lives and made people cry. If someone listening could help you with one thing, what can my audience, we got a lot of like, this is the cream of the crop, Joe, like only the elite listen to this. It's the number one live podcast in the world. So how can we help you? How can someone help you? What do you need? What would you love? Is it a stage? Is it meeting someone? What can we do for you? Be selfish. Don't be like, take care of yourselves. No, like what can we do for Joe Sheehy? Yeah. Spread the message about Cured and why we exist and what we're actually doing and what people need to look for before they dive into anything that's trendy. Mm, Amazing. Good for you for how you run your company. It could be so easy for you guys just to be blasting this shit everywhere, you know, and just following that lowest common denominator of marketing. Uh, it could be so easy. How do people get more of cured? How do people get more, more of you? Where do you hang out? How do we, how do we find more and get more of you? Cause I have a feeling yeah. people are going to be reaching out to you. Yeah. Yeah. So the best way is obviously through social media. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's a tool. It's all right. We can bash it for 45 minutes and be like at Joseph. Sheehy. <laughs> 
<laughs> so my Instagram handle is Joseph Sheehy. Last name is S-H-E-E-H-E-Y. Cured Nutrition is on Instagram. If you want to hear more of the message and the why behind Cured, our podcast, The yes. Cured Collective, is all about the people that we align with and the stories and the experiences of what make people truly happy, healthy, and fulfilled. And that can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all those good things, The Cured Collective. But Cured Nutrition on Instagram, curednutrition.com. And uh, myself, Joseph Sheehy, I would love to talk to people personally through there. So I, I love when I get DMs and I talk about this stuff and get to just interact with people. You know, this Cured is, is a massive mission and it is what I'm building, but I love nothing more than connecting with humans and saying, hey, I see you and I've been there and I understand and it's okay and I love you. Fuck so. yeah. Thank you for coming on, man. I mean it. Thank you so much. I knew as soon as I sent you the message, like we're going to talk about CBD for like three minutes and then we're going to get into all the stuff that people actually, yeah. the, the juice. Yeah. Thank you for how you live. Thank you for the message you're putting out. Uh, and just thank you for showing up, man. On behalf of men, especially you've got eyes on you all the time. And I know that your, your life is still going to be a struggle at times and that's okay. Yeah. And you're building this beautiful world that's going to help people. And so on behalf of me, everybody listening and men and everybody who loves men, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, guys, if this is going to be a wrap, if you want to get in touch with me, you can go again at Traver Bohm on Instagram or www.manuncivilized.com. And tomorrow I don't have the link with me, but I think it's www.manuncivilized forward slash the book. The book is going to have a pre sign up where I can get all of your information and then spam the shit actually and send you really good stuff. So when the book does go live, you have an opportunity to buy it. Please find me, find Joe. Uh, if you would go on iTunes and rate and subscribe to this and thank you all for your time, for your attention, for your love, for the messages you send me again, none of this exists without an audience. Isn't this fucking fun to do with real people? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's way thank better. You. Thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your night. Go be uncivilized. Cheers, Joe. Awesome. Thank you. Yep.